Blog Hello? Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. You're listening to The Road to Enlightenment. We had so many questions about the Twin Flame show that I did recently with Kim Gilster that we decided we would do one more on that topic and also about opening up to accepting love in your life, you know, the love that you're looking for. People get all confused. They get all, you know, wrapped up in this, I'm looking for my soulmate or I'm looking for my twin flame, thinking in terms of a romantic love, and that's not always the case. And a lot of people are looking for love and validation from outside of themselves, You know, I will love myself when someone else loves me. And the truth is, you need to love yourself first before you can invite that that love into your life from other people. So we're doing a show this afternoon about those topics and probably a lot other stuff that will undoubtedly come up. So welcome back to the show, Kim. Thanks so much for coming back on. Well, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. And um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we always it's have such always, a good time when you're on. <laughs> I know it is. Right? It's yeah, it, it's always fun. So let's start with that misconception, and we kind of talked about it a little bit last time, but we didn't really go into it a whole lot. That um, mm-hmm. people's twin flames. And soulmates are always romantic relationships. And that's not well, true. Yeah, well, that's not true. But actually, most of the time they are. The thing is, is that, well, soulmates particularly aren't. Um, at least they start out romantic, and sometimes they don't end up that way. But most of the time right. they actually do with twins. That's the whole thing. Um so, I mean, essentially, and I think I covered this in um, the last show, is that if you are a twin flame, the reason that you're here as a twin, as that split, your twin is actually you, okay? It's the same spirit, not the same soul spirit. What I mean by that is, you know, your divinity, the essence with you, the part of you that survives after you leave here. Soul space stays here on the earth plane. Um, and we, it's even in the Bible. It's what they call the second death, you know. Um, it's also mm-hmm. in the Vedas. People can read up on it. Um, the thing is, is that um, because the reason that you, part of, the big part of the reason why you did the split is not just for yourself, okay. Yes, expansion, personal expansion happens out of that because we're always expanding. We're expanding beings. You know, intergalactically right. it is the purpose for being is constant expansion. Um, but that said, the main reason that we do it is for this planet. Right. So, yeah. So what people um, tend to not understand is that even if you are a twin flame and you have met your twin, the main purpose, and I know people have heard this, is the mission. But everybody keeps thinking, oh, the mission is together. So we're always trying to figure out, oh, what is our mission together, whether they're in separation or whether they are physically together. Um, but the problem with that is this, is that first you have to figure out what your individual mission is. Right. Okay. Um, so, and the way that you do that is you work 
really, really, really hard to fall in love with yourself. Okay, because you've got to get into your authenticity to be able to figure that out. And that takes a lot of work. Okay? It's simple, but it's not easy. Okay? You are going to go through a lot of pain. It is really that way. Um, And there's a lot of um, programming that's gone on in our subconscious, you know, inner child work or shadow work. Or what you know, however you want to label it, um, the way that I do it, it really gets to the core, and it allows your inner child to actually become an adult, to be fully aware, fully present, and actually empowered. Okay, and then work with who you are, because the seat to who you are is in your heart. Okay, that's that's where your divinity, the, 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 where it lies, is, it comes out is through your heart. And so your twin is going to challenge that. Okay, your twin is going to want all of that to come out. Your twin is going to want you to be able to stand on your own two feet and vice versa. Because what is essentially happening is the, the, the spirit self comes forward in both of you when you meet in the physical Okay, and it doesn't matter if it's, you know, you met over the Internet and, you know, you're thousands of miles away from each other. That still does occur. Okay, so when that's, you know, that that sort of energy is occurring, you'll notice perhaps your twin is somebody who you notice treats everybody very lovingly and kindly and doesn't treat you that way. That is very common. Okay, and it's not just because they're afraid because, yes, for both twins, on some level, the soul space and the physical, the brain, you know, the, those parts, those aspects of the self that is here on the earth plane is very challenged, okay, um, and is, is, is going to have fears. And everyone has their different ways of dealing with that. Um, some people deal with it by, you know, trying to get the other person to, oh, well, you know, if you just treat me this way or you just treat me that way and da 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 then, you know, things will be better. Um, but, again, that is just, you know, being very codependent. That is just, you know, depending upon them. Or I'm going to, you're my twin, so, you know, I'm going to say to you, I see, you know, you have all these problems and what have you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and in all actuality, sometimes, we might see, oh, our twin is doing this and that, and wait a minute. You know what? They're actually acting out things and so that we can come, can step up to the plate. So they're, they're mimicking things and, you know, or ir- irritating things. It's not always a direct mirror. That's a confusion that people have as well, okay? Because sometimes what can happen is, you know, they're irritating something in you, by doing something, so they're lying to you, say, okay? Right. It doesn't mean that you're lying, okay? In a way, that could be true because, you know, there are things maybe inside of yourself that you're not facing. But it could be something as simple as, well, you know, you're judging people, okay? Because you're actually judging yourself. Right. Whenever we, yeah, I mean, whenever we judge people, whenever we, you know, have hurt feelings and, and so on and so forth, what is essentially happening is that's how we really feel about the self. Okay? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that keeps us from self-love. Okay. 
And that's very different. Judging is different from observing, okay? Because we don't want to avoid things. We don't want to not look at, you know, people outside of ourselves, their behaviors or, you know, what's going on within, et cetera, et cetera. We want to actually look at it. And and being loving towards other people anyway is not just ignoring something that they're doing that's really hurting them, okay? Not at all. We do need to be able to come to them out of a space of love. Will they always listen to you? No. And I mean, if they can't listen to you, and this is true with your twin as well, Mm -hmm. then you need to just sort of, you know, step out. If it's it's something that's around you where the energies are, you know what, this is just too much for me to deal with right now, I'm going to step out of the situation. But we don't need to step out of the situation by being angry at that person and blaming them. And if we're angry and we're blaming them, guess what? We're angry at ourselves and we're blaming ourselves. Okay? Because literally there are no victims in life. We decided to align with that energy. We decided to align with that person or whatever situation that we're in. So it's up to us to learn from the situation. That's where we get into a space of self-love, okay? These are the things that are going to take us out of the darkness. Mars right now is in Scorpio. You know, most of, them are, <laughs> most of us are very aware of that, okay? Yeah. And I have been having people coming to me, oh, my God, I'm being attacked. Oh, my God, you know, I don't know where this is coming from. I'm so sad. Like, I'm just getting triggered all over the place out of nowhere, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. You know, I can tell you, I have four aspects in Scorpio, my sun, my Jupiter, um, my Mercury, and Venus, okay? And they're all in the 11th house. (laughs) So I know Scorpio, like, you know, nobody's business. Um, And I can tell, and, and this is why I can really dig deep. And that's what Scorpio is asking us to do, okay? So Mars is war. Okay, and so Mars in Scorpio, and by the way, that's where, you know, where Mars lies in astrology is in Scorpio. Um, You know, he's coming out and he's saying, you know what, look at yourself, look at this stuff, look at this, and it might feel like you're being attacked. Oh my gosh, I'm being psychically attacked, are you? And even if you are being psychically attacked, it's because you're aligning with it. Okay? Right. You're aligning with it. So you can heal yourself. That's all this is about. So when the, what do we do when the pain comes? Okay? When the pain is very overwhelming, we can't go into our triggers. Okay? There's not a lot that we can do with it. We cannot, you know, and, and when we're, we can't also sit there and try to evaluate oh, my gosh, why am I feeling this way? Why am I feeling this way? You just, you get on this hamster wheel, and that will cause you to spiral down, okay? Right. It will cause you to go into the deepest, darkest depths of what feels like hell, okay? And then you get a person who's going like, oh, my God, you know, I don't know. There's this possession, all this stuff that's going on, la, 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 la. Again, there could be dark spirits around. But because of that attitude, the dark spirits are being called to a person, okay? Because in essence, by law of attraction, you're asking for it. I know people don't want to hear that, but it's true. 
okay? And I can tell you that because I've been there. Yeah, I mean, I can tell you that because I have been there. I have been possessed. I have had people, you know, do spells on me, psychic attack after psychic attack. I have, you know, I have had this big, large, a lot of energy my whole life, okay? And to a lot of people who don't understand it, it is an affront, okay? Not as much anymore because I've learned better how to work with it. And I've gotten rid of my own fears. But as long as I had so many fears inside of myself, I kept attracting that. And I kept feeling like, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm a bad person. Something's really wrong with me. I'm horrible, horrible, horrible. Because that's what we get programmed. It's not your fault. Right. That's another thing that people need to understand. It's just it's nobody's fault. Okay? It's a challenge. Okay? And it's a challenge that could easily be met because, you know, I hear a lot, especially lately, that, you know, we're all teachers and we are all students. Mm-hmm. And that concept never really sat well with me, you know. And then one day I was, you know, tooling around the Internet and I heard somebody say, we are all masters. And I said, hmm, that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> Because we are all masters, you know. We 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 came here and we have our own abilities. We have it all within us to master what we came here to do. Therein lies your mission with your twin. Okay? And here's the thing. Again, going back to the twin. So this mission thing when, you know, people think, okay, well, we've got to do this thing together. Well, okay, um, that, if you think about it, doesn't really serve humanity as well as perhaps, you know, your one, one of the twins is a doctor and the other one is, you know, a business person. And so they're doing two different sorts of things and working with two different groups of people. Right. Okay. Right. And then they're supportive and working together as a unit in that way. That right. is going to serve a whole lot more people. That's a much bigger mission than twins that think, oh, okay, well, you know, we've got to do, we've got to be, you know, these guru spiritual teacher people, and we've got to be together. And in all actuality, that's something else that I wanted to cover. Okay. Um, I see a lot of twins, they get back together. Okay, they have this mm-hmm. reunion, maybe they were separated, um, or they, you know, come into reunion for the first time. And they're doing this thing and they're, you know, oh, okay, well, we've got to be together, we've got to be together, but we've got to do everything together, we've got to do everything together, and it fails. And the number right. one reason I see for the failure is they don't give each other space. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. that was that was one of the questions that we had after the last um, show. Was do twin souls, twin flames, have to be together all the time when they are together if they are in a relationship? And I felt like that was kind of a, you know, whether you're a, a twin or not, whether you're in a relationship with your twin or not. I don't think being together is really good for any relationship. So, you know, you do need space. 
Right, exactly, because like I explained, you know, you've got to be, you know, strong in your individuality in order right. to handle the energy that is together as the twins. So, yeah, you're probably going to need extra space. Like, I'll have people call me and they'll say, oh, well, you know, I had this reunion with my twin, you know, they came back and, you know, two weeks later I haven't talked to him or her in, you know, three or four days they're ignoring me. And I'm like, okay, well, they ran. I'm like, well, technically right now they haven't ran. It's only a few days. Right. You know, and they're going to really run because you're pushing them. You're pushing them to be with you all of the time. Okay. So my recommendation, again, it depends on the energy. There are some that will just say, you know, run. (laughs) And you can tell that from the energy. But... But most of the time, that's not the case. The other, the, the, the other twin that feels like the twin has run is just not giving the twin space, but the other twin is going, I'm taking this space by not even like trying to communicate with them at all because their energy, you know, and, and, and everything is so discombobulated and they love their twin. That's the whole thing. They love their twin. And so part of them oftentimes is afraid, well, you know, I mean, I, I, I can't face this because I'm going to feel when this person gets hurt because I'm saying I need this space, you know, now I'm going to um, feel also their feelings. And so I'm just going to, like, yes, run, even though it's not necessary. So if you have the conversation of, okay, and it, and and it's real important to talk about the energy that you're feeling. Okay, if at all possible. I know that, especially in the beginning, sometimes you're just you know you're not familiar with what this one playing stuff is. This happened to me, you know, and it just you're going kind of like nuts. I I can't even verbalize what this energy is, et cetera, et cetera. You know, right. Um, but you do need to talk about like, okay, you know, and, and, and just realize that just because that person is not, you know, maybe has gone away for a couple of weeks, doesn't mean that they don't love you. It doesn't mean that, you know, they're not, you know, wanting to be with you. Not at all. Okay. They're just, and actually a lot of times they're wanting to be with you so much that they realize, okay, I need this space. If you can verbalize these things, if you can talk about, you know, in whatever way that works for you, you know, I'm I'm feeling this kind of energy and et cetera, and, you know, and open, keep open what's going on between you and your twins, okay? Whoa. Really keep an open space to listen. What was that? It was a, a very loud alarm. <laughs> Sorry about that, everyone. Do you need someplace? <laughs> anyway, I was just saying, you know, like, you know, just, you know, when you feel yourself wanting to judge, then you know what? You need some space. Right? Right. You need some right. space. That's the whole thing. You know, instead, what people do is, you know, oh, but things are supposed to be like this, and you know, and and da da da. We can work this out. We can work. We'll just keep pushing together because that's what we're trying to do in relationships. Right. You have to keep working together. Well, yeah, but working together doesn't always look like being physically together. You know. Right. Sometimes support looks like here's some space. Go do what it is that you need to do, and I'll be here. Meanwhile, though, 
okay? You need to be doing what you need to be doing for you. That's and another I mistake that I see a lot of people do. Yeah, I think that's that's a key to a lot of different uh, people who are saying, well, I really want this person to want to be with me and to be with me, or I, I want a relationship. And I, I think we overlook sometimes that we need work to do ourselves. We need our own inner work. And especially with Valentine's Day coming up here really closely, um, I, that's really important. One of the things that I tell my clients to do is, Treat yourself like you want someone else to treat you because people will treat you the way you show them you want to be treated. So treat exactly. yourself. Do, you know, do your own inner work. And, and if you're doing your own inner work and you're looking at people the way they are, accept people where they're at and don't expect them to reciprocate. Love unconditionally. You know, whether it's a twin flame exactly. or a soulmate or anybody else, you love unconditionally and uh, then love exactly. comes to and you. Exactly, and if they can't be there, and not only that, but if, like, they can't be there for you in whatever way, well, then they just can't, you know? You, you, you kind of right. have to, oh, okay, they, they can't be here for me for, well, you know, whatever reason. That's okay. It doesn't mean right. that you're not going to be there for you, like you were saying. Right. You have got to be there for you. Um, as far as, you know, Valentine's Day is concerned, it's, you know, again, our, you know, it's a great time to work on your triggers. <laughs> right. Absolutely, it, it is. A lot of people that are single get triggered because they start feeling like, oh, you know, I'm all alone and, um, you know, oh, you know, or, or people who are in a relationship are like, you know, oh, you know, I didn't get the chocolates that I wanted or, you know, oh, we're not doing this or, you know, what have you. Um, but people often get triggered, at, you know, about these things and it's like, oh, okay, opportunity. Just like money right. right now is an opportunity. You see, so that's how we look at things. And when the pain comes, if it's overwhelming, then we sit with the pain. We ask it why it's there. And then we just allow it to flow through ourselves and we listen. Right. We just listen. You know, because, again, we if you get into that space of, you know, and I, I'm seeing a lot of people doing it right now, and that's why I want to really reiterate that. It's so important. You know, because what's happening for a lot of people, I've, you know, all these people I see out on the street and they're going crazy and, you know, they want to run each other over with their cars and scream and yell at each other and all sorts of things that I don't normally see um, right. on a regular basis anyway. Um, and that's because, you know, they're getting hit with a lot. Everything's coming to the surface and they want to, you know, overanalyze it or they want to, you know, be a victim. They want to blame somebody else Something's happening to them, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and this is what causes or is what causes abuse. These people are in pain. Okay? Right. So when I see these people, I just look at them and I bless them. Yep. You know? Yep. Because I just come to them with an understanding of obviously you're in a lot of pain. 
Right. You know, right. it doesn't, it's not about me. Okay. Especially when I know I haven't done anything, you know, and, and people, you know, I've had people yell at me and, and want to judge me and <laughs> call me yeah, all sorts of we things all? lately. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, that's okay. <laughs> it's right, just, right. That's off. Okay, you know, I understand. You don't understand me and my energy, and that's okay, you know. And I'm not going to try to make you at all. Um, you know, I might offer you some assistance, you know, if you don't want it. What can I do? Nothing. Okay? But that energy alone, because it is an energy of love, really transmutes. It really does. It's yeah. not, you know, like people think with twin flames that, oh, we're predestined and all this. Well, true and not true. Okay? You made a decision. If you are a twin or, you know, we all have soulmates. Um, we all have twins. Some of us, well, pretty much everybody has twin souls, um, et cetera. Um, you made decisions to make certain alignments with certain people, et cetera, before you came here. Okay? And, yeah, things change up a little here and there as we go along because we do have free will. But the free will when it comes to a twin, sort of stopped when you decided to, to divide yourself in half. Okay? Right. <laughs> so that's another thing to say. I have a lot of people right now who are twins who are calling me going, oh, my God, I, I don't want to be that much. I don't want to have anything to do with them. Okay, well, you don't have to physically be with that person necessarily. Okay? But, but you do have to deal with their energy because they're you. Right. Okay? That's the thing. So you will be in union one way or another, okay? Because you, as the two halves, are actually one full being, okay? Right. You're not actually two different beings. In this reality space of now, you are, and you are different, okay? But not at your core. You are different. On a soul level, you are different in a phys- on a physical level, okay? Right. But you are not different at your core, okay? Yep. So, and the different going on are actually complementary if you learn how to look at them. If you learn right. to look at them from a space of love, but you can only look at them from that space of love, what if you love you? That you were... Right. And loving you and taking care of you. And you always ask yourself, because I always tell my clients, like, okay, mm-hmm. why are you doing that? Is that loving you? The first question you should always ask yourself before you do anything is, what is it like to love me? Does right. if, if my going to a family function, is that going to make me happy? If the answer is no, we don't go. Right. And people go, oh, kids. But, and I'm like, yes, but you have to, and and the thing is you can go to the family function oftentimes once you're in a space of really loving yourself, but until that time, it's not going to do you any good because all that's going to happen is you're going to get triggered and all these things are going on and, you know, and so you're not going to really have too much of a space to really deal with it. You know what? When you, you'll, 
probably get triggered again when you get back around it here or there. Um, but you'll be able to deal with it more, and then you will be able to get into space with more and more love until finally, and, I, you know, I love that. I've seen this, like, me several times about, you know, you, you will know when you are truly enlightened when you can sit through a family dinner and never get triggered. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would do it. Yeah, true story. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Until that time, you have to really question whether you're fully enlightened. Yeah, true story. Um, because those are the people that you came here with. True. But at the same time, it's, you know, I mean, there is an extent to things, you know, because you've always got to take care of yourself first and love yourself first, no matter what. Right. And people will right. say, well, what, what about when I have kids? That's an even better reason to do that. Because how are you going to teach your kids something you don't have? Okay? You can't. You can't give anybody something that you don't have. How are you going to be in a relationship where, you know, the other person feels love? If you don't love yourself, really love yourself, and unconditionally love yourself, that's the thing. We always think of unconditional love about being about the other person. It's not. It's not us. Are you unconditionally loving you? No matter right. what. No matter what anybody says, no matter how much they want to judge you for doing whatever it is that you feel, and sometimes it can be extreme, you know? No. That's simple. <laughs> it's all, like I said, very simple and also very difficult, you know? Your job. That's another one, you know? I see a lot of people who they're, you know, they're just very unhappy about where they're at. Um, You know, and it could be just the company they're working for or it could be, you know, something else. It could just be this is the wrong thing for them to be doing with their life. Um, And then I see people too, this is another thing, they, they awaken, they begin to awaken and they run off and they start taking massage therapy classes and Reiki healing classes and all this and I'm going to be a healer. And I'm like, okay, but you went to law school. (laughs) You think that you went to law school on accident, right? Yeah. (laughs) Right, right. Like you have to really sit with yourself and ask, why did I really go to law school? Now, it doesn't mean that necessarily you're still going to be a lawyer that happens to be what you've been doing. Okay, but trust me, you have that energy space. There are things that you know about the law. There are things that you can do within your community that other people are not capable of. So why are you going to go toddle off and, and put yourself in this, like, you know, in this clinic to just do this energy work, you know, when you have so much more to offer? Because right I, I now think, with this suspension, no, I, I think people they they think that they should do this. I, I've seen so many people who just they get to a point and they start waking up and they start realizing there's so much more than what they ever thought was possible. And for some reason, what triggers in their head is, oh, I need to go out and become a healer. I need to go out and become a guru. I need to study energy. And mm-hmm. I, why do you think that is? Why do you think people do that? Um, because it's this paradigm that exists. It's you know, um, you know, it's it's um, sort of linear thinking or dualistic thinking. 
okay, that says mm-hmm. that, you know, a spiritually awakened person doesn't belong in corporate or a spiritually right. awakened person doesn't belong to law, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? But they do. They absolutely do. Oh, my gosh, you know. Um, because there are those of us who are, you know, doing what we do. This, you know, it became obvious to us that it's our task. One of the ways that you can tell is that you've been in a lot of resistance to it most of your life. That's <laughs> <laughs> like one of those things that sort of tells you. I mean, and yet you keep getting drawn back in. You keep getting drawn back in, you know. I mean, like in my life, you know, I studied, I, I've, all my life I've studied human behavior. Um, even as a, a small child, I wanted to know what makes people tick, what's going on. You know, I studied anthropology, I studied archaeology, history, et cetera. It, it, you know, my whole life, everything has always led me back to, you know, human behavior. And, you know, that really works in what I do. <laughs> it right. really does. Um but somebody who doesn't have that sort of a background, well, you know, you're sort of like, you know, you're here you are, you're like 35, 30 years old, however old you are, and, you know, you're starting from, like, kind of ground zero. You know, because there's a lot more to even doing energy healing than just manipulating the energy. Right. Okay? Yeah. There's a lot more to it. We really, really have to have an intimate understanding of self, you have to have a very intimate understanding of others. And that's where we get a lot of these people to go into being a healer and they become what is known as the wounded healer. Okay. And the right. reason that they end up becoming the wounded healer is because they really don't understand the human behavior in the way that they need to. So they, it makes it difficult for them to also understand the energies and how the energies work. And boy, did we get sidetracked, but... <laughs> well, you know, but it's all but it all works together. You know, it really all works together. And I think once people realize that we are energy, you know, we mm-hmm. we are already what we are looking for. And I think people get confused on that. I think society teaches people that you're supposed to look for what's missing in you. And there's nothing missing in any no. of us. You know, and even I, if I think it's a huge stumbling block. Yeah. Yes. Right. Even if you're a twin, because your uniqueness, and this is another thing, you are unique. Energetically speaking, you are a unique being. There is absolutely nobody else, in not, not just on this planet, but in all of the galaxies, you know, in all of creation, that is the same as you. Right. Okay? So, yeah, and that's the thing, too, is that we, you know, we're taught to look for someone who's the same, and somehow this is right. normal, and humans are weird that way. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> right. Really are weird that way. Um, because variance is what creates expansion. It's what creates evolution, what creates progress. So if we're staying in a space of things that's always the same, you know, I'm white, so I'm only going to date white people, for instance, you know. Um, Or, you know, I'm Jewish, so I'm only going to date and go out with and be with Jewish people, you know. And I'm just going to hang around with only Jewish people. Or I'm just going to hang around with only Christian people or, you know, what have you. 
um, that's stifling. Right. It, it is. really is. You know, it's, you know, the, the world is, is just, this world alone is just such a wonderful place to explore. Um, and you find more love that way. Okay? Right. You find acceptance also of yourself more when you can look outside of yourself, look beyond your own nose, because I see that happening a lot lately, too, with people. Yes, yes. You know? They're not willing to do the work because they're not willing to look beyond their own nose. Right. They want somebody to do it for them. But we're guys, okay? So I, don't, I don't like that word teacher so much as because teacher connotates I have all of the answers, and I'm right, going to right. them out to you. Yeah, and I'm just going to give you all of the answers. Your answers inside are inside of yourself. My energy, yes, because of who I am and who I came to this planet as, will open that up if you're willing to receive it, okay? It will open yourself up to yourself. Yes, that's why I am an illuminary. Okay, and that's and and there are many of us right now on this planet. We're doing yes, it there on are. the planet, not just on yep. a young, right? Yes, and not just on yeah. an individual level, right? So yeah, so so the thing is, is that but that's what we do, and then we help you. Okay, we stand side by side, and we support you, but we can't do it for you, right? We have about five minutes, and I want to get your advice for someone who is listening who is really, really, really wanting to find their soulmate or a soulmate love or their twin flame or whatever it is, and they're talking about do they, what do they need to do. So I know what oh, I, I would advise. Themselves. I've told them, but I would like for you. <laughs> you know, I, I've yeah. already answered their question, but what what would you tell them? <laughs> yeah, I would tell them to work very hard on falling in love with yourself. You know, it's yeah. it's it's just that simple. The more you fall in love with yourself, the more that you work on yourself, then then you will attract that to you. You know, because even if you attract that to you before you fall in love with yourself, it won't work. It will not, it will be harder because then you're going to have that energy like more in your face. Not only that, but be open. Be open to different relationships. Okay? That's another thing that I, you know, try to teach people, especially people, you know, like maybe they're not a twin. Maybe, you know, for whatever reason, there's like variances of soulmates. You know, and so we connect in with different people to learn different things, and then that progresses us along the path. Always be in a space where you are willing to let go, okay? Because the next thing around the bend is going to be better. Change is imminent. That's what expansion is about, okay? You can't expand if you're always holding on to the same thing, okay? So... That doesn't mean, no, that we don't work hard on our relationships. We do. Of course we do. Relationships take a lot of work. Um, But we always know when it's time to end it, you know. We can, you know, I mean, one of my soulmates I was in a relationship with 
I can't have children, and he really, really wanted children. And we almost yep. got married, but you know what? I I just sat with him, and I made sure that, he, you know, he knew what he was getting into. I said, you really, really want children? Yes. I said, you know, we don't belong be, being married because what's going to end up happening is that you're going to be unhappy, and when you're unhappy, I'm going to be unhappy, and there could be no love. Now, right. he ended up getting married. He's very happy and very, you know, in the space of love. And our friendship is very much in the space of love. And it's very unconditional and always will be. So I've kept the love. And we've kept the love by letting go. You know? Because that's generally the way that works. But twins are a little different, but... Not with soulmates. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think twins, and I, I, you know, the energy is there no matter. But sometimes with twins, even you know, right, right, yeah, you yeah. have to like, yeah, it's not as much of a letting go energy, you know. It, it, you never kind of let go of people energetically, anyway, because we're all connected, you know. And and that's the wrong stance, just to just like push somebody away. Don't ever push people away. Let them. You can let them go. Yes. But that's different from actually pushing away. When you push somebody away, you're in a space of resistance. And guess what? Even if that person doesn't come back around, you're going to get somebody who comes in, and you're going to have to face things that are even in, in, in an even harsher way. Right. right. Likely. Yeah. I, I think that's safe people... for somebody who's maybe physically abusing me. But <laughs> right. Right. Well, that yeah, that's different. That's a whole other thing. But I think people go into relationships with the idea that they're in control of the relationship and they're not in control. No, you, all the you only can be, person you're in control of is you. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah. And, you know, when, when you let go of that, um, it, it just opens up a whole more vast, deeper love than you will yeah. ever experience if you're trying to hold on too tightly or trying to control the situation. It's um, right, amazing. and it's really when you're a twin that's very, very hard to do because actually, yeah. like the energy is such that it compels you, and you're going, "Oh my gosh, like why am I even behaving this way?" And what the heck is you know because it's so crazy. So that's why somebody who actually is a twin really does need another to work with them. Okay, a twin that's like further along their path, so to speak, with the twin stuff. Because it's just, yeah, you know, it's it, it's very difficult. And I and I really recommend, you know, you can get on Facebook. There's, you know, twin groups, you know, see who you resonate with, talk to people, you know, whatever. Um, and, yeah, you know, because it, it is. It's hard to find, you know, necessarily other twins. Although a lot of times when you're a twin, you will all of a sudden have other twins resonating around you. <laughs> in the physical. Yeah, yep. it's funny how that works. Yeah. Um, yep. But yeah, you know, manifest that. Manifest, you know, I mean, we all do need support. We all need friends. We all are need to be supportive of each other. But ultimately, we can't, you know, depend on anybody else. And we can't have expectations. This is even true of our friends, our family, whomever. Not just in romantic relationships. Right, right. You know? Yep. It's whatever you want, you have to be willing to give it to yourself. And you can't, you know, and, and maybe that other person can't give it to you. But, you know, for whatever reason, it's not me to judge them. Oh, you can't give that to me. Fine, I'm going to come over here and I'm going to get it elsewhere. Or, you know, I'm giving it to myself, however that looks. 
you know? Right. And a lot of and I have that attitude a lot of times. What happens is that wasn't the right time for this to happen. This was the right time for this to happen. And when that happens, then things come out a lot sweeter for me. You know, exactly. Because I'm open and to the universe working with me as a collective to manifest. Right. And that's a perfect place to leave it. Thank you for being my guest. It's always delightful to, to talk to you, and this is a, a really, really important subject for many, many, many people these days. Um, thank you guys for listening. Everybody have a beautiful, beautiful evening or day or morning or whenever you're listening to the show. Uh, we are the week before Valentine's Day, so if you're listening to this in, oh, I don't know, August or November, you will know exactly when we did the show. We are in February. So thanks so much, everybody. We will talk to you later. Bye. (laughs) Bye Bye-bye.